0: Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as a rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the presence has brought. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won.
1: Thank you for joining the Nine Points Podcast. On behalf of my family, I'd like to welcome you all. Each week, our family sets out to inspire and entertain your families so that we can make a habit of supporting the work of families. We at the Nine Points Podcast receive our inspiration from Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. This scripture speaks to nine fruits of the Spirit of God and is read as follows, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Today's podcast is going to have two segments. In the first segment, I'll focus on supportive words. I'm going to talk about consideration and um, something, well, just consideration and um, just trying to be, just trying to share some generally supportive comments. Um, I just think that sometimes instead of having a real specific agenda, it's important to just reflect on certain things that are in the Bible and and to just just to just speak the truth um, in a supportive way. Um, and that's what I intend to do in the first segment. The second segment, I'm going to bring the, the kids in, maybe my wife. Um, I'm going to ask them a hard question. And it's actually a little bit related to um, something that we're going to talk about in the first segment. They don't know what the question is going to be, but I do. So I'll. Um, it's going to have a has to do with why do we suffer? Uh, why why do we suffer? And I'm looking forward to hearing what this generation of people has to say about suffering. Why do they think it it matters? Why do they think that we go through some of the things that we do? And if they think it's inevitable. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Meanwhile, uh, at the end of the show, if you like, if you like us, uh, if you like this show, please pass the word. Uh, Let people know that you can find the nine point podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Copy RSS, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast and Radio Public. First, I'm going to. Talk a little bit about. I'm going to share two specific scriptures. The first one is James chapter 1, verses 2, 3, and 4. And it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Second scripture I'm going to read is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. And that says, No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace, for those who have been trained by it. Now I'm going to read uh, the Beatitudes, which is in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, or theirs is the kingdom of heaven. it's a lot. I mean, those were just some scriptures that, I that stood out to me when I was going through and, uh, the bullet points that I wanted to talk about in today's podcast and to be real honest, um, I went through and it was several things that I was thinking about saying. And then when I, uh, when I read the Beatitudes, I said, maybe I should just read the Beatitudes and then just have a couple of other, you know, a couple of other scriptures, you know, um, uh, just to add because I'm just trying to uh, just be more um more encouraging today than like trying to be instructional but um you know when it comes to the beatitudes when you hear or read poor in spirit within this context what does that mean to you or when you read the pure in heart here what does it mean to you uh, verse 10 says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those words create some strong imagery for me. These days, it's pretty easy to have convictions about something true and good and to be persecuted for it. If you love your family and choose to put yourself in position to be a shoulder to lean on, You'd better get stronger each day yourself. If you're hurting, then maybe you are getting stronger. You know, remember what James says in chapter one, verse two, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Consider is a verb, okay? Consider is a verb Consider it pure joy means that the blessings in the trial may require some effort on our part Not only that The blessing in the trial may benefit others before it benefits you and me Are you okay with that? Today what I'm saying is meant to be words of encouragement The words that I'm using are inspired by scripture. Since none of us are pure, the best that any of us can really do from time to time is to share truth and hope that it finds the other person in a fertile season. At the same time, I cannot begin to count how many times I have been disappointed, heartbroken, poor, hungry, physically beaten down. Disheveled, sad, lost, and had somebody step into my space and try to share what they thought would be encouraging words. Just like what I'm doing right now, a lot of people have used scripture and presented their words to me in those moments with passion and a sense of certainty. For some reason, the air of certainty that they spoke to me with felt like they were almost blaming me for not doing better than I was. It was like this air of certainty and energy only affirmed that at that moment they were living in a different world than I was. Sometimes I would feel thankful that someone else actually cared enough to be there with me, even though I knew that I was not good company. Other times I felt like telling them to go on somewhere with all that positive talk. In those times, I wanted what they couldn't give me and what they were taking for granted. Which was the healing and transformational faith in what they were doing. If you feel lost, hurt or ashamed and you don't see an end in sight. You may want something tangible that you can use to fight your way out of it. Don't feel ashamed of that. Don't you dare feel, feel ashamed of that or feel ashamed that you want certainty in your life. The fact that you experience duress doesn't necessarily mean that something is wrong with your faith. I know that some people may have told you that before and they might have been doing it with good intentions, but that is not necessarily true. We're living in these times of COVID right now, correct? A vaccine is not the same thing as a cure, is it? Truth may be like a vaccine, but only God is the cure for what ails our minds and our souls. As great of a provider and mentor, That you may be for those that you love. You cannot provide everything for them. As much as your family may love you. They cannot sustain your faith. Sometimes the best that we can do is to keep showing up with our faith and an open heart. When you and I choose to endure with faith, we do so. So that we do not turn into the monsters that we are fighting against. Consider the possibility. That when someone says that they know just how you feel. It may be true, even if you can't see it. Consider the possibility that someone who loves you would give you what you are desperately wanting right now but they do not have the ability to give it to you. Consider the possibility that while it may seem that nobody really cares about your suffering or they're too scared to risk their neck to help you out, just maybe you are doing exactly what you need to be doing right now for what is coming into your life next. So I before I go, just to end this off to end this, truth is all around us. If you're listening to this show, um you want I mean you're enjoying some aspect of your life, you have some kind of prosperity because you can do it um, hopefully, hopefully, things are going well and and you're able to. Keep on keeping on, keep on fighting the good fight. And you are not going to allow temporary circumstances um, to determine how you view life moving forward. If you're going through something and and every time somebody tells you these things and they seem so right and they seem to just know what they're talking about in their own eyes, but you still struggling you're not the only person that's gone through that. And I just, um, you know, it's not about what I want, but, um, but since I am talking, just understand that there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a part of your own deliverance. There's nothing wrong with wanting to to be responsible and pull yourself up and be a part of, of, uh, making your life better and getting out of a bad situation, yet we all, we all need somebody. And when we, when I say we all need somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean a physical person, one physical person that you're around all the time. Maybe it's the familiarity or the fellowship of something bigger than you. You know, um, a lot of people have found that in the military. A lot of people have found that, in being a part of a church a lot of people have found that in their neighborhoods just being a part of something bigger than us that that shows that reaffirms that we matter and that reaffirms that we have something to give you're not by yourself you're not by yourself and what you are experiencing is something that can be worked through it might take a little bit more time than you hope but if you endure and if you endure with a positive attitude when I say a positive attitude, I'm only I'm saying that you look at it and say that there might be more going on than what I see or what I feel. Then hopefully your trials and tribulations won't last very long. So that's it for segment one. I'm going to step off here and um, Give you a little music, and when you come back from verse two of "Lift Every Voice and Sing," we will be into Z time.
0: Stony the road we chart, bitter that chastening rod felt in the day when hope unborn had died. Yet with a step Beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed? We have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughter. Out with our gloomy past, till now we stand at last, where the white gleam of our bright star is cast.
1: Segment two of today's show, which we affectionately refer to as Z Time, I'm joined by my oldest son, King, my second son. And my daughter Newbie Welcome everybody I'm glad that you guys are here with your dear old dad And I'm just going to jump right into it I've got a question for you guys that A whole lot of intelligent people are struggling with And I want to hear what you guys have to say about it It's not something that is going to make or break you, but I just want to wh- check in with you right now. See what you think. Y'all ready? Yes. Okay. Why do you guys think that God allows us to suffer?
2: It's for his good purpose. Sometimes he uses suffering and bad stuff to complete something that will be better awaiting for us. like. It took me a while to realize why God has allowed me to suffer in the hands of OCD and anxiety. You know, I won't get into too much detail, but one of the things that's been revealed to me. I used to suffer. I still suffer a bit from like anxiety and intrusive thoughts used to be a really big thing. But now that I'm here today, I'm 80% sure that God has allowed this to happen to me to get to get me back on track with him, to get right with him. Because for some of you who don't know, I accepted Jesus at a young age, an age that wasn't an adult, and well, I fell away as I hit puberty. And then that's when these thoughts began. And you know ever since then, I've really been having those real moments and now and now that I'm here today, I can safely say that my relationship with him and prayers, it's really matured over those years. Well, that's just that's just my story on why he allows people to suffer, why he allows bad things to happen. What if I told you that patience also has something to do with it? He wants as many people to come into his kingdom as possible. There will come a time where it won't wear this wall end eventually, but he has a lot more patience than whatever amount of patience I could bear.
1: Thanks, King. And I just want everybody out there to know that I've got a big smile on my face as, as King was talking. I didn't even look at him. I didn't even give him eye contact. I was just letting him talk and I was just kind of like looking to the side cause I didn't want him to, to kind of pick up or infer anything that I might've been thinking. But that was, that was strong. Twins. Why do you guys, why do you guys think that we're allowed to suffer? I mean, no, nobody in here suffers all the time, but everybody in here has suffered f- for one reason or another, for, for one season or another. Why do you guys think, what do you guys think the function of suffering is? Or do you think there is a function of it?
2: God allows us to suffer because he wants us to learn. I think that's the main thing he wants us to learn about. He wants us to learn how to push through things. And he has a plan for everyone. So you're gonna suffer at least once in your life. And he allows it to happen so that you can learn from your you can learn from your mistakes and you can learn to persevere. It's actually similar to this COVID thing, how everything is just chaotic. It's meant to help us learn about other people in the world as a whole and unraveling things that wouldn't have been shown otherwise. So that's
1: what I think. That's my twin. That's my twin. And my, my baby girl is a little, a little less. Um, she's a little less. Um, What's the right word I'm looking for? She doesn't talk as much as her brother. She's not as outspoken. She's a little bit more shy. Um, But I'm glad that she joined us. And whatever you have to say on this topic is going to be awesome. Because I know it's going to be rough for you to just to get it out. But um, you, between you and Foxy, I think that you guys can bring it on home with some strength. Why do you think that we're allowed to suffer sometime, Ms. Newby?
0: Because there's always without, there's no there's not gonna be a thing called success if there's not any hardships with it. And because I feel like God had to do that for us before we could have been the thing, cause Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he had to, like, die on a cross. And I consider that suffering, but I'm not really sure. And because of that, um, God wants us to learn that there's always hardships on things. Because if everything's all giddy-two-shoes, that's not how life works. And if you can't fight through those hardships, it's not really going to be a nice. And it's going to be hard to go through life.
1: That's my baby girl. Life ain't always goody-goody-two-shoes. I love that. I love that you guys came in off the bench, barely had time to stretch, and you guys picked up and carried us on into the through the rest of the game. I didn't even have to get go back in the game. Y'all took it on home. I really, really appreciate it. Anything else y'all want to add before I wrap this up?
2: When I'm, and it took me a while for me to realize this. When, when I was, now that I know, now that I know, I was really asking for God to not make me stronger. When I was asking him to take away this anxiety, take away this, um, these bad thoughts. But I mean, I don't want to suffer from them. But if we don't go through hardships, if we don't go through hardships, how will we get strong? You know, following Jesus means that we're going to be in persecutions and deal with hardships. I can't believe I thought it was going to be a smooth sail making my way through the narrow gate. Much narrower than people think it is, guys. It's... So I know I have to do this. I have to participate in his sufferings. My suffering just so happens to be anxiety. But I know that God's helping me. I know that I don't believe that he's against me. I mean, during those some of those times, I feel like I deserve to be struck by lightning or something. But he had mercy on me. He did. And now I'm just I wonder what the next test is going to be but it's my will if I'm willing to cooperate with him or not I am willing and I believe we all should be willing too
1: Thanks king you guys uh you guys came in and you kick some kick some Kicks and buns. I appreciate you guys coming in so strong. Um, to everyone else out there, thank you for joining the show. Um, if you like the show, please remember um, share the word with other people. Let them know all the different um, places that that they could find it. Um, also, if you wanted to bless us financially, uh, there was this book that I wrote last year called Lord's Shelter. Um, it's about a family that's going through grief and transformations and um, and finding a lot of things to be thankful for in the process. Um, You can find it on book, baby, book, (laughs) book, baby bookshop. Uh, You can find it on uh, Barnes and Nobles. You can find it on Amazon. The book is available in digital form. You can download it on your tablet or your smartphone. You can also get it in paperback form. So remember, it's called Lord's Shelter. Um, and this has been the Nine Points Podcast. Remember, God, you remember the, which one of y'all want to say the phrase to get us out of here? Did you want to do it?
2: Wealth is to be spent, but treasure is to be shared.
1: All right. God bless you. You guys take care.